Hello and welcome to the Henrietta Christian Fellowship Podcast. The notes for the sermons featured here can be found at our website, henriettacf.org. Also, on Android or iOS mobile devices, you can find them on the Uversion app. Just click on search for live events and enter our zip code, 14543. Without further ado, here's this week's sermon. So I'm going to share a, a, um, a little bit shorter message today, and then we'll, we'll head into the, uh, the, stuff, the things that we have for the family meeting, uh, which you won't be bored by, okay? I mean, it's, it's, not, it's not boring stuff. You know, sometimes, like, I've, I've been to some, some business meetings, and uh, yeah, so it, we don't have a business meeting. We have a family meeting, and it's, 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 a, it's a bit more stimulating than that. Yeah. I remember one time I referred to the, the coffee uh, station out in the hall is the anti-boredom machine. And uh, anyways, and somebody got really offended. I'd say, oh, I'm sorry, I you know, didn't, you know. They said, no, this is really interesting. I went, okay, okay, you know, whatever you say, you know. But uh, yeah, it was like reams and reams of paper about stuff. And I was going, I don't even know what they're talking about. But that will not be the case today. So uh, a couple weeks ago when I, when I was uh, ministering, then last week, of course, we had Bill Jubin. I did mean to tell you that, uh, you know, that we just told people they wanted to put in a love offering for the Jubas they could. And uh, when he heard how much that love offering was, he said, I, have t- I was talking you know, through text message. He said, I, you can't see him. He said, but I have tears in my eyes. So thank you for your generosity to, to them. They're a blessing. And uh, we're just praying that uh, the Lord leads them into the, the right places. Bill, you know, with all his hard desires to uh, pastor a small church down there. And so uh, he's working with the Assemblies of God, and, and they've said that they will do their best to, to, to get them into the right place. And uh, that'll be a good thing. So we, we, we've been talking about leading the next generation to seek the Lord, you know, because... Boy, I tell you what, you know, you can in a hurry end up with just religion. You know, where it's just a bunch of things that we do, a bunch of rules we follow, and that sort of thing. Unless, unless, you know, somewhere in your experience, somewhere in this this truth that you've come across, this book that you've been reading, the Bible, you know, somewhere in this experience of somebody praying with you to receive Christ, you know, if you if you don't meet the Lord, if you don't come into this place where you say, I have been in God's presence, uh, you know, I mean, to the place where you start realizing, you know, really for the believer, one of the great joys, the great privileges that we have is that we have the opportunity, you know, pretty much at will to just start to, you know, just seek the Lord and to, to know that, uh, that God will make his presence known to us. And that apart from that, you know, just religion, you know, just, you know, a, a bunch of good things that we do will never hold people, all right? Never hold people. You know, people, you know, it's like, I don't know, it's a nice set of rules, you know, I grant you. Uh, but it's, it's not that. You know, you know, faith in Christ, you know, a relationship with God through His Son, our Lord Jesus Christ, is, is a different thing. And so leading the next generation in seek, to seek God. And, and I just started the other week with this uh, Psalm 78, uh, verses 4 and 7. It just says, it was talking about the things that God has shown us. He says, we will not conceal them from their children, but tell to the generation to come the praises of the Lord and His strength and His wondrous works He has done that they should put their confidence in God and not forget the works of God, but keep his commandments. You know, that there's this, this connection between how obedient am I willing to be if it's just a bunch of rules? You know, how will, you know as, as compared to, uh, you know, how, how much am I willing to obey God if, if I've been in his presence and I know him? 
All right? it's, a, it's a whole different thing. And, uh, you know, it's interesting for me coming in. I, I came out of atheism, you know, and I, and I found Christ a couple years later. And, uh, you know, and, and basically the people who led me to Christ uh, thought I was fine, and so they didn't do any follow-up on me. So for 18 months, uh, it was just me, Jesus, and the Bible. All right? And so, you know, I really did learn to seek the Lord early as, as, as a believer, and it was not something unusual to me. But when I started realizing for a lot of believers, you know, they had gotten so connected, uh, you know, with, you know, the things that they had around them, uh, that they, they really, you know, as a matter of habit, really didn't seek the Lord. They really didn't, you know, spend that time alone to, to get into God's presence and receive from Him. So, you know, understand something. There's no promise in the Bible of receiving what you do not seek. I just, I mean, okay, Jesus said this. He said, I say to you, ask, and it'll be given to you. Seek, and you'll find. Knock, and it'll be open to you. For everyone who asks receives, he who seeks finds, and to the one who knocks, it'll be open. All right, so, I mean, there's no promise here of, of God just dropping stuff on you that you weren't seeking. All right, now, he may, okay? He may. I mean, I've had God, excuse me here. This is the Pastor Don repair kit, and it keeps, I'm tripping over it. it what is this? It's, it's all the stuff that I might need if I forgot to shave or something, you know. So, anyways, yeah. Well, you know, it happens. All right, so, but, um, but just to, to, to understand the, the importance of this, this whole thing of just seeking. You know, that, uh, that again, uh, no promise. That, you know, he may just drop things into your lap. Might, but there's no promise of it. No promise that just, you know, that thing that, that you could have cared less about or that thing that you just really never bothered to talk to God about, that he's just going to drop it on you anyway. All right? So, you know, these things that we seek God, you know, seek God himself, but then to understand that, that in seeking God is great reward. All right? We don't seek the reward, we seek God. If you seek the reward, you might never find God. All right? And sometimes we can confuse the two. You get to the place where it's like, well, there's this thing that I want from God. I remember there was this kid who used to come over to my house uh, after school, and uh, I had this really cool uh, paste jar, which those of you that are younger don't even know what a paste jar is, but it's like this little kind of jar that you kept your glue for glue and paper things together. And I had a really cool one. I forget exactly what was so cool about it, but this guy really wanted that, uh, um, that, that paste jar. And so, you know, hey, can I come over to your house after school? Sure. You know, like, or, hey, can I have that paste jar? Uh, well, no, no, you really can't. Okay. So then, anyways, after about the third time he asked me, I says, can, can he have that paste jar? And it's just, I'm getting tired of him asking. And she, she goes, no, you don't, you don't get it. He's not coming to, to be your friend. He's coming to get your paste jar. You know, and I mean, there's, there's just this point where, you know, isn't it, don't we understand that, that in any relationship, just coming after the stuff I can get from you is offensive? You know, and that it's no different with God. You know, that it's like, you know, we seek God to, to know Him, you know, because of who He is. All right? And if you don't know who He is, seek Him and find Him, and then you'll know. All right? That, I mean, I can tell you all about Him. That one song that we sing, so I've heard a thousand stories of, of what they say you're like, but I've heard the gentle whisper of love in the, in the dead of night when you, you tell me that you're pleased and that I'm never alone. You know, that, that, that's, that's what we're talking about here. You know, if, if you receive musically, that's, that's, that's uh, you know, what we're talking about here is this, uh, this thing where we seek Him and find Him. All right, so, but to understand, God didn't just say, hide and seek. I'm going to go hide. You see if you can find me. All right? He, God did withdraw from us because of sin, all right? And we do need to seek him if we're going to find him. But there's this interesting set of scriptures that, uh, that tell us something. God is seeking us. God is looking, for, is, is looking to reveal himself to us. Not to all of us. Not equally to everyone. Uh-oh. You mean God's not fair? No. God is intensely beyond anything that we would call fair. It's just like this, you know, kind of mucky standard we, we uh, do on, on earth. Man, he is merciful. He's, he's, he's just. He's, he's way beyond all that. All right? But 
what it is is that uh, it says the eyes of the Lord move to and fro throughout the earth that he may show himself strong, that he may strongly support those whose heart is completely his. And that's a decision you make. You know, how much of my heart belongs to God? You know, I, I, that was one of the things, like, when I worked at Teen Challenge in particular, we, we had to really work with people on, you know, because it was like, well, you know, I really like the part where God gets me out of drugs. I really like the part where God keeps me out of jail. But, uh, you know, all this other stuff I'm not so sure about, you know. And uh, it's like, well, just understand, if you, if you want like 10% of God, you're probably going to get nothing, okay? But, you know, but understand that God is looking for people that will make themselves completely His. All right? and, and those people, his eyes are looking around for, for opportunities to show himself strong, to strongly support those whose heart is completely his. All right, Jesus uh, said this about himself. He's the Son of Man has come to seek and to save that which is lost. He's looking. He is seeking. You know, I, I came to understand at, at some point in my own life that God was actually seeking for me. That, there was, that he had a desire to save me. That he had a desire to reveal the truth to me. He had a desire uh, to put the Holy Spirit in my heart. He, this was something God wanted. All right? I don't know that God is ever uh, somebody that we can look at as being needy, but uh, that there are things that God desires, and that you know, when he receives those things, he's pleased, uh, you know, is, is definitely something that is a truth taught in Scripture. Over in Revelation 3.20, again, Jesus speaking, he says this, I stand at the door and knock. If anyone hears my voice and opens the door, I will come into him and will dine with him and he with me. All right, so, so I, I want you to, to understand this, that... Um, uh, that, that, that you know, that Jesus is seeking you. All right, so when I talked about seeking God, you know, I, don't, I, I was never particularly good at hide-and-seek. You know, I, like somebody else would always find the person before I did, you know, and, um, and so, you know, it's... But, but God is not saying, I'm going to make this as tough as I can. He's saying, come seek me because I'm, I'm looking for you. I, I desire to reveal myself to you. So come, come seeking me. But, uh, you know, a couple of things. One is that, that for those who seek him, obedience and being pleasing to God are paramount. You know, that, uh, that if I want to find my way into God's presence, you know, when I get there, I, I want to know that, that I'm, I'm living a life that, I, that I'm keeping a heart uh, that would be pleasing uh, to God when, 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 when I get to that place. I seek him, I find him, and I step into this place where I realize I know I'm in, this, in the presence of God. You know, I, I've prayed and I've just spent some time here in worship and, and, and God's presence is now coming and is just there with me, you know, to, to understand that God may have some things he wants to point out in my life, that's okay. But my desire is to, to be that person that when I step into his presence, that, uh, that I, I've been obedient, that, you know, that I've been somebody that, that has desired to be pleasing to him. Second Chronicles um, 15, 2 through 3 says this, if you seek him, he will let you find him. But if you forsake him, he'll forsake you. That this, this thing where, you know, obedience has something to, to do with this, all right? Uh, it says that at the time when this was, was, was going on in Second Chronicles here, it says Israel was without the true God and without a teaching priest and without the law. Okay, so, you know, at this time, he's calling them back to seeking him. And he's reminding them that the reason that they're in the situation they are is because they, they, they've turned away from him. And, uh, and then we're told this thing. All right, so, so there are some things that, uh, uh, that, that really are important for us to, to grasp as we're stepping up to God in this way, which is one, that, um, you know, that, that to, to believe, you know, I have the true God. You know, it's not like, you know, I've got this cool God and there's, there's other things out there that might be so. No, I'm at the place where I understand them. There's one true God, and that's the one that I'm seeking here. Secondly, uh, that uh, a teaching priest, you know, where am I getting 
that sustenance from? Where am I getting that new challenge uh, each day, each week? You know, what, where am I getting that, 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 that something that is challenging me? For that, that teaching priest who gets up and speaks uh, the Word of God in a way that my heart connects with and, uh, and causes me to turn my heart towards Him. And it says they're without the law. And at, at the time when this was being written, that was the ultimate revelation of God. You know, what revelation am I trusting uh, to lead my heart to God? And that Bible... You know, for all the, the people that want to oppose and say, well, this and that about it, i, I got to tell you something. That book, God has used it to minister life to me. God has used that book to, to, to change me. God has used that book to reassure me. God has used that book to, to rescue me. To rescue me when, when, you know, I mean, again, I, I don't mean to keep pointing back to this, but probably, you know, one of the, the deepest, darkest, you know, the moments of my life was when my son died in my arms. And let me tell you something, it was words from, from that Bible that, that, that came to me that, that, that kept me from just exploding at the time. All right? That, you know, God gave that book to us. He gave His Word to us as a source of revelation and as, a, as, a, as guidance to, to know how to live life at all. So, motives. You've got to skip over a little something here, just go to motives. All right? Why? You know, why do we seek the Lord? Uh, Jesus had a problem because, you know, he, I've always thought it would be cool to be right there and see some of the stuff that he did. But, um, but even the people who saw it, oftentimes because of the motives of their heart, you know, I mean, you had, you had people, they were reciting the scriptures that said what Jesus was going to do, all right, every week in the Sabbath service, all right? Jesus comes and does the things that, that they're saying he's going to do. He comes and does them. Their reaction is to say he's a phony. How can it be? How can this possibly be? All right, what's the motive? All right, there was people, you know, he goes out, feeds the 5,000. They missed the whole meaning behind this thing. They go, hey, this guy's handing out free bread, man. Let's follow him. You know, and so you know, he disappears, he shows up somewhere else, and they come, where have you been? Oh, hey, we've been looking for you. We've been seeking you. And he says, you don't seek me, you know, for the right reason. You seek me because I filled your bellies with bread. All right, and you know, our motive, you know, is it love? You know, is, is it love for God? All right, he says, he says, don't work for the food that perishes, but for the food which endures to eternal life. You know, that that's why I should be seeking him, because I, this, is, this life, with all its ups and downs, it, it's, it's this compared to, to the eternity that we're going to spend with him. All right, and so there is this, uh, this, this food which endures to eternal life. There's this thing that strengthens me to the place where, you know, I'm going to enter into the presence of God with a great reward. You know, and I, and I, I preached this before. I'm just going to mention it again, and that is that there are two ways to get into heaven. Uh-oh, heresy! You know, all the little antennas go up. No, one of them is escaping from the flames. You know, you, you lived a life that, that 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 provided nothing for you for eternity, and then there's this other. That's over in First uh, Corinthians three. Then you go over to Second Peter chapter one, and it says, "Add to your faith virtue, your virtue knowledge, your knowledge temperance, your temperance patience, your patience godliness, your godliness brotherly kindness, your brotherly kindness charity." For if these things be in you and abound. It says, they'll make you that you will never be barren nor unfruitful in the knowledge of the Lord Jesus Christ. It says, he that lacks these things is blind, can't see afar off. He's forgotten that he was purged from those old sins that he was in. Wherefore, the rather give diligence to make your calling and election sure. For if you do these things, you will never fall. And so, an abundant entrance into the everlasting kingdom of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ will be ministered unto you. See, that's the other way in. And that's the one that we should be desiring. You know, Lord, I want to walk with you. I want to walk in ways that are pleasing to you. And uh, when I see you, I want to hear well done. That's my desire. You know, I, I'll make my mistakes. I'll fall down. You know, but, you know, I, you're, you're, but, 
You know, when I get there, I want to know that I'm talking to the Jesus that I live for. You know, when I get there and I hear that well done, you know, that, that's all I need. You know, I mean, I, I'll be honest with you. I, I don't understand eternity, but I'll tell you what. Uh, entering eternity, hearing well done from Jesus, just seems a whole lot better uh, than getting there any other way. And so that's, that's, that's what we live our lives for. That's the, that's the motive, all right, is, the, the, is for that. Okay, Psalm 78, you know, that same one that we are reading in the beginning, talks about uh, these, these people, and they were constantly going away and coming back to God. And they would come back when they were in trouble. It says when he killed them. Right? He says when he sent their enemies against them and they were being destroyed, then they'd seek him. All right? But then when, when things calmed down, uh, it, something would become evident. And it's described this way. It says they, they deceived him with their, their mouth and lied to him with their tongue, for their heart was not steadfast toward him, nor were they faithful in his covenant. All right? But finally, just this. You know, this whole thing of seeking God. And, and how do I convey this on to the next generation? Well, first of all, I need to be doing it myself. All right? You're never going to get your children to do what you won't do. All right? And if they don't see you seeking the Lord, why on earth would I do that? There's a certain percentage of what they do see you doing that they're not going to do. All right? So, so I, want, I, I mean, I want my kids to see something rich in me. I want them to see that, that this, this stuff that I'm talking to, the stuff they hear preached on Sunday morning, that it's real and it's seven days a week and that they're seeing it manifested uh, in, in their parents, in their parents' generation. And, uh, you know, and then from there... You know, then what it is, is is that they need to understand there's a reward in this. There's a reward in this. I mean, you know, I, I remember being young and, and I couldn't even figure out who I was or who I wanted to be, you know. But the, this idea that somehow or another that there was something that I wanted in life, I didn't even, couldn't even describe it, you know. But, you know, as I've walked with the Lord to start to understand that there is a reward that I desire from the Lord, not to add to my, my personal riches, but there's a desire that I desire from the Lord because it's, it's this... This response from God that says, well done. You know, that, those words that we hear from Jesus, well done, there's a reward for that. All right, and it says that uh, in, in Hebrews 8.10, God is not unjust so as to forget your work and the love which you have shown toward him and toward his name uh, in having ministered and in still ministering to the saints. All right, and you know, God entrusted something to us. And uh, 2 Timothy, uh, I'm going to close with this. 2 Timothy uh, 1, 13-14 says this, Retain the standard of sound words which you've heard from me in faith and love which are in Christ Jesus. Guard, guard through the Holy Spirit who dwells in us the treasure which has been entrusted to you. And, you know, for those who seek the Lord, you know, there's, there's greater treasure. There's more. You know, there's so, many, so much of the, the Scriptures that tells us that, that what we're going to give to others, what we're going to minister to other in, others in Jesus' name, are the things that, um, that, 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 you know, that we found in Him that God gave to us, and those then are the things we minister to others. You know, if you've suffered, you know, well, what's the value in this? You know, sometimes people say, say what's the va- any value in suffering? You know, basically what it is is that in that suffering, I seek the Lord, God comforts me, and then I take that comfort, and I can share that with somebody else who's going through similar things. All right? Um, you know, there, there's just, you know, crazy things sometimes that we've gone through. And then somebody comes along and they're going through something tough and, the, and you start to talk and you say, well, nobody understands what I'm going through. Well, you know, actually, honestly, i tell you what, I, actually what you're describing. Now, your experience may be very different from mine, but I have gone through the same thing that you're going through. And let me tell you how God, God helped me. 
You know, and, I, and I'd like to, can I pray with you that God would help you the same way? You know, I was talking, where are you, Joanne? You know, she was just saying, she, she got hold of some of those uh, the, the little, you know, Steps to Peace with God uh, uh, tracks that we put out on the tables and took a couple with her. And, and she says, you know, when I come across somebody's in the middle of pro- trouble, she says, I'll either hand it to them or sometimes I'll just sit down and read it to them. And uh, she says, you know, I, she's had two people get saved, you know, from just sharing those, uh, those, those, those tracks, you know. So she received a track, she gave a track, and she... she had the opportunity to lead somebody to Christ. Hmm? Yeah, absolutely. That's right. You, you know, what you receive, you, you give out. You spread it. That's right. And to understand that you have a treasure. You, know, you, you are a treasure, but I mean, you have a treasure you know, that is at work in you. Uh, you have a treasure that's at work in you. And so I want to pray that, that, that God make us those that, um, that truly, you know, are, are, are ones that can lead the next generation in seeking the Lord. All right? Um, because the next generation, I think, are realists. In other words, they, they're looking for something real, you know, uh, in ways that go beyond uh, anything I've seen before. And basically, if you're offering them something that hasn't worked for you, they aren't interested in it for themselves. But, you know, but if you're, if you're showing them, look, this is, this is what has changed my life. This, this, this relationship with Jesus Christ, Jesus himself has come into my life and, and he's made a difference in my life and I'm a different person because of that, uh, that, that relationship with him. Uh, you know, I have something to offer to that, that young generation that's coming up because, um, you know, life, life has tough stuff to it. And, uh, you know, the, seeking the Lord, when you hit that tough time, you know, seeking the Lord even when you're in the good times, so that it's not a mystery to you as to how to do it when you hit the hard times. You know, that there's a reward in that. You know, that you have this treasure. It's in earthen vessels. We are very ordinary people, but the Holy Spirit in us is far from ordinary. And this treasure that He's entrusted to us is for us to take uh, and bless the generation to come and also to, to bless uh, the world around us in ways that, that cause people to turn their hearts to Christ. Thanks so much for listening to this podcast brought to you every week by Henrietta Christian Fellowship, located at 1085 Middle Road in Rush, New York. If you have a prayer request or a need, we want you to know that we're here for you. Please send us an email at henriettacf at gmail.com. That's henriettacf at gmail.com. Once again, thank you for listening, and God bless.